On my first video in the Halloween series that I want to do, we started off a bit rough. Honestly, it was probably a rock bottom. I wanted to pick a potentially interesting horror movie that didn't seem like it had been reviewed to death on social media, and maybe give it a chance to get some additional exposure if I ended up really liking it. What resulted instead was just painful to sit through. One of the things I mentioned in that video is that there really isn't anything interesting or fun about the movie that I ended up choosing to watch. That Crawlers was a bad movie, but it wasn't even good at being bad. There's nothing so much as an entertaining second that happens on screen. And while I was saying that, it struck me that I don't really talk about those kinds of movies very much. Those movies that are by no means true achievements in filmmaking, but are still good for an enjoyable two hours or so of your evening. The closest I've gotten to that thus far in my brief reviewing career has been my discussion of the Marvel movies and other tentpole kinds of films, but even those don't really hit the mark. They are either competently made and lack that certain spark, or just aren't enjoyable in quite the right way. What could I talk about that encapsulated all that I meant when I was talking about something cheesy? or something that was campy in an entertaining way. Or something that was just so absurd you knew everyone there had to be in on the joke. Hey, you wanna buy a box of cookies? This weekend, I had the pleasant experience of watching Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. In all honesty, I've seen it before, but I'm not sure I was fully sentient at that point in my life for that experience in the early 2000s, so I'm not sure if it counts. But we ended up watching it as a sort of compromise. It was a movie that felt like it fit the Halloween season, but it wasn't one that was downright scary by any metric. So it won out. And it was honestly a really fun time. Now, the film is not good by most metrics. The visual effects leave very, very much to be desired, with the age of the film showing quite severely more often than not. The story itself is also nothing revolutionary or even something particularly engaging. It's mostly just a vehicle for the mystery incorporated gang to get from place to place and go through their own little individual stories as the cast and crew fit as much as possible into this 90-minute live-action adaptation. And the arcs for the core gang aren't anything spectacular either. They're there, and they're done well enough, but the transformations that Velma or Shaggy go through during the film aren't really journeys that are going to be chugging at your heartstrings or changing your life. And there's just so much corny dialogue that it's impossible to ignore. Right, right, Zach. So you've talked about how you enjoyed this movie, but for the past two paragraphs of your review, you've just been dropping critique after critique on it, so what gives? Well, loyal subscriber number 113, I'll tell you what gives. There's just this certain je ne sais quoi about Scooby-Doo 2 that makes it easy to forgive all those weaker points and just enjoy the ride anyway. In the words of the great Harry Styles, The movie is like, it feels like a, like a movie. It feels like a real, like, you know, go to the theater film movie that, you know, you, you kind of, the reason why you go. Yeah, that might be my biggest compliment to Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. It feels like a movie, and I mean that very genuinely. And not only does it feel like a movie, but it feels like a movie where the people on screen actually wanted to be there. They weren't just collecting a paycheck. Like, Sarah Michelle Gellar and Linda Cardellini show up to set each day, excited to work through their day's scenes with their co-stars. James Gunn was working with Matthew Lillard to find ways for him to chew up the most insane amount of scenery possible, and every key grip, every lighting specialist, and every audio operator in the room was loving each moment of it. Each second, even though it wasn't some crowning achievement, in the history of filmmaking, it was constructed with intention and with care. So at the very least, the town of Coolsville and the world of Mystery Incorporated
Incorporated felt alive and real for those 93 minutes. It felt consistent within itself. Ridiculous and absurd, certainly, but it was a reality that mattered to the people in it, no matter how corny or cheesy or whatever other food adjective it felt to you or me. And perhaps I'm incredibly biased when I'm talking about this movie because it's literally something I watched as a child. Surely I've got some kind of rose-colored glasses on right now. But it doesn't really feel that way because, like I said, I know that there's a large majority of this movie that's just not very good. You could even consider it straight up bad. But at the same time, there's still a lot to be admired in there. There's so much care that's given to each set that's designed. The grunge atmosphere of the villain's bar, the sleek, geeky tech feel to the mystery incorporated estate, and that homey atmosphere that's captured in the gang's treehouse in the very brief time that we spend there. Even the monsters of the film, however bad they look by today's CGI standards, feel like they have a cohesive vision to them. Even without me showing you, I bet you can picture that hazy green aura that surrounded each construction made of the stolen costumes from the Coolsville Museum exhibit. There's also this commitment to bringing the world of Scooby-Doo to the big screen that feels just more and more impressive the more you pay attention to it. Like I said, most of it is entirely corny, but the way they pull the very essence of the cartoons into live action is really entertaining to watch. Scooby is running on air before he's falling, a familiar sound effect creeps its way in whenever it's reasonably excusable, or even just the lighter, goofier tone helps give us that classic Hanna-Barbera animation feel. For good measure, there's even a pretty sweet cover of the Scooby-Doo theme music used in the movie. That will definitely be making its way onto my Halloween Spotify playlist, by the way. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that I can't put a price tag on how much I value the feeling this movie was able to elicit from me. That feeling where, even as I watch what is, by all accounts, a subpar film, I can still find myself enjoying the ride. Because I know that the people who were making this film cared about what ended up in the frame on that opening night. They cared about the performances they were putting in, the props they were meticulously constructing, the sets they tirelessly dressed, and the gags they planned out one after the other after the other. And in spite of every shortcoming you might notice upon your viewing, that kind of heart and that kind of effort can't help but shine through it all. It pulls you in and gives you a sort of infectious feeling. You want to have a good time while you're watching this movie. You're feeling the beat instead of rolling your eyes when the mandatory dance sequence of the 2000s comedy movie starts up. They clearly had a good time making it, despite the fact that this film was in all likelihood greenlit to squeeze money from an existing intellectual property, it was still full of heart, because the people responsible for milking that cash cow knew the cow. They cared about the cow too. Maybe some of them even grew up with that cow. So if they're going to exploit that poor thing for a quick buck, you can be sure they'll do it in the most human way possible. The most heartfelt way possible. The way where they aren't afraid to put themselves out there and to look silly and to potentially be made fun of. Because that's what this brand is. Yes, it's mysteries and monsters and a group of friends investigating crazy crimes, but it's also a kid's cartoon with a talking dog. Something that's supposed to be joyous and bombastic and forward. Don't be ashamed of that. Use it. Because when you lean into it, it's scary how effective it can be. Check out my pecs, little man! Hush now, buffoon! So overall, I give Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed a 2.5 out of 5. It is made entirely enjoyable by all the care that was put into it by the cast and crew that makes it an infectious watch. In spite of all of its problems, it finds a way to keep you in your seat and keep you entertained. I'm not sure what I'll review next, maybe some more traditional serious horror, but whatever it is, I hope it provides as entertaining an experience as this movie. Until next time.